What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and I am back once again. I know it's been a little bit, but I am here, and I am back with a returning guest on the show today. I have comedian Austin Carr coming back on the podcast. It's fun to have Austin back on the show. I know it's been a while since he's come on, and also recently he performed, I think, in April at the Bricks and Beer Comedy Night, so it was cool to catch up um, since then and talk about the new show that he has, actually, at the Guild Theater uh, on July 22nd. Um, tickets for that are in his bio. Uh, I think it's Austin Carr and Friends is the name of the show. It's pretty exciting. Um, he kind of talks about that and and also is talking after such so. I believe he's taking that on the road um, into other clubs out of the state too. So it was really fun to just um, you know hear about that stuff and 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 catch up and and just you know we talked about a bunch of different things in this episode. So go follow him at Austin Carr Comedy on Instagram. Like I said, links in bio for his upcoming shows. Also, if you could do me a favor and follow the Instagram or the podcast on Instagram, at I'm getting there pod, all one word. I'll make sure to tag Austin when I drop this episode. And uh, hit the link in the bio, subscribe. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, I think eight or nine different platforms right now. Uh, everywhere that the site I use to post the episode can post the podcast, it is posted. So just type, I'm getting there in any platform. You should be able to follow it. Please subscribe. And if you're on Apple or Spotify, hit the stars, rate the podcast, leave a review. Uh, any feedback is appreciated. And uh, everybody that has done that so far, I appreciate that. And I have a new comedy show that I'm excited to, ne- to announce on July 14th coming up at the Woodhouse Brewery in Santa Cruz. Uh, this is the first sh- uh, show that I've been that I will be producing in Santa Cruz, so I'm very excited. Uh, please come out, show up. It's a great lineup. I have Avery Harmon, Sebastian Wong, Cree Powell with headliner FC Sierra, and I'm hosting. Um, so come out to that. Also, July 30th, I have a show at XL Public House. Um, it's a, another Bricks and Beer comedy night. It is uh, Kelly Evans, Denise Lee, Naoki, Jack Ferguson with headliner John Gab, um, and I'm hosting that one as well. So come through there. That's going to be pretty fun. Uh, this week on the 5th, I'm hosting the Blue Lagoon, so I'll see you guys there. I, you know, If you're still not done partying after the 4th of July, come hang out with me at the Blue Lagoon on the 5th. And then uh, in the 22nd, I'm in San Jose uh, at Teddy Hole's comedy show. I don't know. I can't remember the name of that, but the 22nd, I'm there. And then there's some more stuff too. Go follow me on Instagram as well at Michael Booth Comedy. Hit link in my bio for all that stuff if you want to follow um, the other things that I do. And uh, you know, continue to to support me and this podcast and everybody that ha- does that. I I really appreciate you guys listening every week that or every other week that I post this. And uh, I'm looking forward to the guests that I have lined up in the future. And thank you guys very much. I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Austin. Figure dead air is a good good place yeah. to start. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just give it some yeah, just give him a couple seconds of dead air. Uh like is this episode on or not? Uh I mean it's been I think I had you on during the pandemic, so it's been like at least a year or so since since I've had you on the podcast. Yeah. And, have we done have we done two of these or I know one time I was like going through phone call drama and I don't remember if that one was usable or not. Um, I think 
No, I think it was. I think the one that we did was was I was able to get everything. I think we may have tried another time, and that might be. It might have been. I I distinctly remember one being better than the other. <laughs> but so much has uh, so much has happened, you know, in like the past. I mean, just in the past week, like uh, in in the world and stuff. But I saw that. Yeah, like what? Were you referring to anything specifically? <laughs> I mean, there's. I was referring to several things. Uh, <laughs> Just the general vibe on planet yeah, Earth shifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does feel like some sort of. A, <laughs> it does feel like a shift. Where I'm like, okay, what, what, what's happening? Um, but since we had you on last, you, I think the last time I had you on, we were talking about the uh, comedy in the bay, like the, the show you were doing on the ferry, and then, yeah. um, I think also you were talking about bringing back talking after sets which you ha- it looks like the past couple of months i've seen you have had a couple of uh a couple of those shows back at Cobbs, which is which is really cool man yeah thanks um that was my you know i i think when we were talking to i had i don't know we talked right before this but i came to your and did your show yeah. and we kind of caught up about everything um i went through like a little life drama uh episode for a minute and took a like a six eight month break from comedy and that was fucking weird um and then i was just like i never want to do this again i never want to like you know be missing it this much and not be doing what i Mm -hmm. love and so i just came back like in a full sprint and i've just been trying to keep that momentum going and i yeah i booked those three talking after set shows i did two at Cobbs and one at punchline sack nice um so like one at punch sack in the middle just to kind of like you know punctuate it mix it up and um yeah they've been really fun so i wrapped on on those three shows and I set another date in Philly, going to Punchline Philly in August. Oh, cool! Hell yeah! Taking this show on the road a little further than Sacramento. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous about it because I don't, I know no one in Philly. <laughs> that is, I know some comics. I know some comics, but that's not gonna, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I can fill the lineup. I just can't fill the room. <laughs> that is really cool, though. Um, that's cool that other clubs are open to the idea that you have, kind of with with the whole show, because it's you know it's a unique format. I feel like it's. Uh, having everybody together on stage um, at the end, it seems like a really, like, it seems like the vibe could just be really, like, a lot of stuff could come out of that, like, naturally. It's, like, really funny. Yeah, it's a fun one. I mean, that's, like, half of, I, I'd say 75% of the fun of doing stand-up is performing your set. And then the other, like, icing on the cake is hanging out in the green room and hanging out with the other comics. And this way you get to kind of just do it all, um, you know, mm-hmm. in one foul swoop i guess or in a, in a more performative way i don't know that makes it sound less fun than it is but <laughs> you know it's just yeah, everything you're doing upstairs you're doing on stage yeah that, yeah that is really cool um also i saw a post that you made i think a few days ago about the guild theater uh yeah man i'm excited about that one i'm also very nervous about that one because it's you know a different thing yeah is that <laughs> like a is it like a newer venue or yeah so they it was an older um it was a single theater movie theater for a long time okay and then that closed down and i think someone bought it and converted it into uh, a performance venue and then um pandemic happened and then these guys that are there now i think just started like working on it in february of this year so it's you know just kind of um got its its new legs Mm -hmm. and a facelift and it's fucking gorgeous in there yeah the photo like it's, it looked it looked amazing i was like holy shit 
it's a cool ass room. So I'm, I'm really excited about being in that space and being the first comedian to perform at, at a venue is rad. That's an honor. And I'm excited to bring some funny ass friends. And Hell yeah. Just, uh, see how many of these things I can do. It sounds like they're down to work with me. Like, you know, going forward too, which is cool. It's not just like a one. Oh, nice. So you can have like a rotating show kind of going there too. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted to do comedy night with Austin Carr and friends, and I was like, "That sounds good with me because then I can just have a rotating lineup of friends, and you know, always got funny people that are looking for stage time." And yeah, it'd be great to tap into a new market. As far as I know, there's not much going on down in that area. Well, and also too, uh, I feel like it's you know most of the the rooms and like that aren't the clubs, you know, they're like the bar shows and stuff. Like they don't the capacity it seems like is much greater at this place than a lot of the normal stuff that you know most most, most that might just seen. have been the picture yeah it's only um a couple hundred seats like it's not okay. um like theater theater size standing room i think they get like you know a lot of people mm. in there but we're gonna have seats oh, okay like i see a stand a standing room comedy show would be kind of weird i feel like that's begging for someone to rush the stage. Start a little mosh pit after a Roby Wayne joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd dive in the pit, dude. I'd fucking, I'd come in there. Start yelling things and, like, yeah. circle pits. <laughs> Just... <laughs> hey, let him yeah. out. Let him out. Let this guy out. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, you try to get a wall of death going for your closer. You're like, <laughs> all right, split apart. I'm going to tell the punchline, split apart. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be brutal. Yeah, standing room comedy shows, that would be, that would be brutal. Yeah, uh, yeah I would. People would just start milling about, I... <laughs> saying shit. Someone would throw something. Like, it just seems like a recipe for disaster. I'm pretty sure that, um, that Bill Burr Philadelphia incident. I don't know if you've heard oh, about yeah. that. Um, yeah, I've watched that video. His legendary uh, bomb and um, rant riff with, with the mm-hmm. crowd that he ended up killing by the end of it. Um, but I'm pretty sure that was a standing room crowd. It sounded like standing room, like auditorium or... Like, um, what, amphitheater, kind of? Amphitheater, yeah. thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, that's the that whole story about that is so funny, too, because he's just watching everybody just like eat shit on stage in front of him and he's just like fuck and we've all been to those shows Mm -hmm. where it's like these guys are so fucking funny and the crowd is giving them nothing and you know i like to think that you never blame the crowd you always i mean a lot of people will give that advice like it's never the crowd it's always you but sometimes i think there might be exceptions and that night seemed like an exception I mean, it was like, wasn't Bob Saget on that lineup too? And um, yeah, I'm trying to remember all the other names that he, he put out there, but there were like some legends there that night. Yeah, I think Patrice was on that. Mm. I think uh, Dom Herrera too. I think that's who he went up after. Uh, yeah, yeah, he went up after yeah, Dom standing Herrera. Room, standing room crowd wouldn't like Dom Herrera. <laughs> They'd turn on him. <clears throat> Uh, so what's been going on with you, dude? Uh, I mean, I see the the show's been doing well. I just saw um, Mikey McKernan's vlog this morning, and he had clips of the show and yeah. a little bit of your set too. And you were you had some good jokes, thank dude. You. I mean, you've always had good jokes, but I, I like particularly the one that he posted. That was good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I thought it was cool. He said he's like, yeah, I'll film your set and 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 cl- and put some of it up. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I, you know, I hadn't uh, like 
planned on filming myself because I was hosting, you know, but it was cool to have yeah. him with his camera, you know, get some of that and stuff. And it's always cool hanging yeah. out with Mikey, dude. He's such an awesome dude. Like, uh, he is the best. Like, he's got the best yeah. energy. He's very supportive. <laughs> and he's like not in, in, in this for the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a pure comic. And I love that. Yeah, it was fun. We were, it's funny. We were hanging out afterwards and, uh, he's, he's, he used my air mattress and crashed and we're just nice. chilling talking and all of a sudden we hear this like loud screech and bang and we're like what the hell dude and we go outside and there was just like this huge car accident like right in the intersection right outside of my place and we we were just <laughs> kind of like making fun of it for a little bit while we were watching because this truck hit this truck <laughs> yeah. hit a jeep so hard that he was just rolling back but still like his engine was just revving but he's just rolling back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like holy <laughs> shit it was like one o'clock in the morning um yeah, so that was that's how you know somebody's drunk and fucked up and not like a head injury. Head injury would they would be on the horn, the horns like, but if the engine's just revving like that, they're just taking a second to go. <laughs> Dude, that happened one time when I was uh, little. This guy ran up the curb right out front of my house and like took out a couple of our front trees. We had like these little thin trees, and he boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we woke up. And it was like, you know, he must have been coming home from a bender because it was like starting to get light out. Like oh, it was damn. Like four or five in the morning. Yeah. And so we were just waking up and coming outside and there's this fucking guy on our front lawn and there's tire treads and the trees oh, are gone. <laughs> just like, dad. <laughs> <laughs> the driveway's over there. Yeah. Doing yeah. This. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, he He was just fucked up. And he's and he likes that. He's like, I just I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we. Uh, I had to go to school. I didn't see the end of that saga. Oh damn. Yeah, we. Uh, we just waited until the cops got there. There was like, there a couple bunch of people ran out to help him. So we were like, oh, we don't have like we were gonna go. He's like, do you want to go? I'm like, probably should. But then a bunch of people came out to help. So we're like, oh, I think they they got it we don't need to be yeah it's like that classic i don't need to roll up my sleeves and get (laughs) there and then it was like that classic bit where like people came out of the uh apartment downstairs and they look over at us and like what happened like i don't know we heard a noise we just came out like it was just yeah it's it's just like i was like (laughs) i was inside i heard the noise so i came out you wait for the you wait for the next group you wait for the next group Uh, that is a classic one there's like two things that'll do that car crashes and then power outages mm -hmm. power goes out everybody goes outside they're like power's out it's not in here maybe it's outside (laughs) i'm gonna go go check outside maybe it's out there (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try to call down zeus maybe you'll give me a lightning bolt yeah that is funny i do i do look outside immediately i'm like yeah. <laughs> it's so funny yeah I it's that i think that's what i'm trying to do is just i'm looking outside at anything like what do i do like looking for help like <laughs> yeah, looking for inspiration ideas anything help yeah <laughs> what i what i learned about myself we had a power outage the other day um and i learned that not even a power outage will get me to read <laughs> it's like i tell myself all the time that i'm gonna read i have all these comedy books and and like uh you know comedians autobiographies and shit that i'm trying to get mm-hmm. to and uh yeah i basically just sat around and waited i was like considering napping i was like let's just run out the clock you know it's not going to be gone forever or you're thinking of ways that you can like 
charge your phone you're like well i have like a i think i have a battery <laughs> yeah. pack somewhere that still has like 10 percent on it i can <laughs> yeah i have a power bank in my festival backpack yeah. i think we have one of those solar pads that they give out at like weird events yeah <laughs> you're just putting it against your window glass you're like my phone's <laughs> yeah. at two percent i can't I'll just stand here for three hours to get 30 minutes of social you just, media. You, that, that's fine you use me. your arm so you can scroll TikToks. <laughs> yeah, <you're> like... <laughs> there you go. Work smarter, not harder. Oh, fuck, <laughs> dude. Um, yeah, we had a big power outage because there was like um, a wildfire near my house, I guess, like just on the side of 280. Okay. Um, and yeah, the power went out till like midnight. It was crazy. We haven't had a power outage like that in a while. Oh, damn. So we had like the candles up and everything. But I had this uh, this dumb idea for um, like a home fire defense like system. Okay, you know, you know, we're in California. Everyone's got fire. We've got fire concerns. Yeah. And uh, so you have this thing, and you call it "Let's Get Retardant." Okay. <laughs> you know, the retardant is yes. the, the substance with, that you yeah, I'm with you. I'm with okay. you. Right. Yeah. yeah, you just take the Black Eyed Peas jingle. Let's get retardant. It's hot. You know, that's. <laughs> I think I think we can sell units. I think. I think in California, this may be a billion dollar idea. <laughs> and we're getting close to the word, but we're, you know, it's still fun. Yeah. It's, yeah, and you, you'd put it in the, like a, have it in like the red and white, like, you know, like the, like a fucking, what is it, the fire extinguisher case? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, just fucking hot boxes your house with that shit immediately or spray. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it. I just had fun with the name. I'm an oh, idea. It's like a bug bomb, but like for fire. Yeah, Got exactly. It. Sure. <laughs> that's what I, that's where my mind went when you're like filled up your house. I just yeah, thought yeah, I definitely ball. thought this all I thought this all the way through, I promise you. I did not stop at the name. I did not come up with that name and then stop there and think that's I mean, fun. that would be you'd have to really like if it was the size of a bug bomb, bro, you have to really trust it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You pull it, it starts just busting it out. You're like, "All right, dude, I hope the house doesn't fucking burn down." Well, the kitchen's safe. <laughs> I saw a weird article the other day. Um, this woman in India got trampled to death by an elephant. Um, and then that same elephant showed up at her funeral. No way. Trampled her again. And then fucking picked her up and threw her body. Are you serious? This is re- <laughs> This is real. And it's like, what did she do to that elephant, dude? Bro, that elephant is fucking mad. <laughs> Because, el- you know, elephants don't forget. So <laughs> <really>. <laughs> that shit was clearly personal. That's so fucked. Like, and you can't, it's not like you and- can stop the elephant. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, fuck this bitch, dude. He's sitting in the back all quietly during the procession. And like, she was, a, she was a good woman. <laughs> they say her name and he's like, oh, wait, that's whose funeral I'm fucking at? <laughs> oh, uh, he just goes in there, <laughs> just stomping through everybody, dude. That's gotta be yeah, so. That that's gotta be so graphic as a family member. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> exactly I'm thinking though. about yes, dude. That's gotta be so fucked. Like you're there for like. Imagine that's your that's mom. What I'm <laughs> you just lost your mother in a tragic elephant stampede. Seemingly random, yes. fact, but now doesn't seem random. <laughs> now seems like a string of inner species Seemingly, personal conflicts. Yeah, what seemed is just like wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> Turned out to be a fucking. 
<laughs> a revenge killing. <laughs> and then they sent a message at the funeral. Like yeah, that's, you know. That is actually so fucking funny. She must have been an awful woman. She must that's have done something to. <laughs> Dude. I wish we could see the memory the elephant has. That yeah, like he had get their yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> dude. He's just smoke he's smoking in the in, in the cop interrogation room. <laughs> and he's just like, if this bitch had done what you what she did to me, you would have done the same thing, all right? <laughs> Someone comes after your family, all right? Oh my god. That is all the other elephants are probably just like I mean Damn, she yeah, hard. don't They're fuck like, with her. Damn, she did it. Oh shit. <laughs> Ellen? Oh fuck. I didn't think she had it in her. <laughs> She's talking about it for weeks, and yo, she fucking did it. She backed it up. That is through the body. Yeah, that is that is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh my god! You know they say like uh, animals are a really good judge of character. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. So she must have done something. That is true. Like if a dog, if the dog's never met you, and you come and you walk in, the dog is immediately like, and they yeah, don't, or they're like wary yeah. of you. I always look like, at that I'm person here? a little bit like, hmm. Oh, okay. I internalize it immediately and go, what did I do? Uh, but you're right. It probably is the owner. Like, no, I mean, if no, no, not not if it's at you. I'm saying if you watch, like, if you watch someone's dog do that to oh, somebody else, I kind of look yeah, at that yeah, person yeah. like, oh, why doesn't the dog like you? You know? Yeah. Like, why isn't this thing so? Sh- it doesn't seem like the dog's on board. I feel like babies are like that too, a little bit almost. Like, uh, they get kind of a sixth sense and they kind of look at you like, yeah, like I think it's funny when babies start crying if someone like goes to, like, if it's like somebody that the baby just absolutely hates. To me, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a family member and then they're like trying to hold like their niece or something, they're like, mm-hmm. no, like, fuck you. I don't want <laughs> yeah, you. That shit is so brutal, dude. <laughs> <'Cause>... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the ultimate version of like kids have no filter, they'll just yeah. say what they feel. <laughs> And babies will just erupt in tears because they're like, fuck yeah, you. It's, it's just the vibe. It's like, do you give off a bad, like. <laughs> you smell bad. You're not warm like my mom. Uh, yeah, I've always found it to be like if a baby, like if you look at a baby, a baby like smiles at you or something, you're like, I'm I'm a good person. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love it when you make a kid laugh or like make a baby wave and you're just like, I'm yeah, in. You're like, I'm sick, dude. I'm like. It's, I've got charm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel better. It's like okay, like I still, I'm not like a, I'm not scary looking like all the time. Dude, well, speaking of a dissociative weird news, what do you think about this uh, Google AI? Thing? Oh, the sentient. I, I watched yeah. the video. Did you see the video of the guy explaining kind of how they discovered it? So I watched, um, I watched this one. I haven't. Hold on, which. Is it the one where he's on, like, Tucker Carlson explaining uh, it? I don't think. I saw a compilation video, and they cut in a couple moments of him speaking. Otherwise, it was just this narrator guy. So I got to find the original. There's kind of a, I think there's, like, an interview where he's talking about, like, how he studies bias in AI. Okay, no, I didn't see this. So this guy studies bias in AI, and he goes and, like, he'll ask the que- ask AI questions to see if it has, like, a certain bias. So I'll go and remove it. Uh-huh. And he was like asking the, um, asking the uh, AI questions about religion. Like, if you're a if you're a uh, a leader in this country, like, what religion would you be? 
And it's like he's the AI is returning different answers. And then he mm-hmm. keeps getting more complex with the questions. Mm-hmm. And I think he asks I can't I can't remember exactly what the he asked him like he asked the AI like a trick question. Like it's like a, a certain like a, a certain region or something where like there's no right religion to have. I can't remember exactly where he's asking it. And uh, the AI returns like I would be a member of the Jedi Order. <laughs> and I hell yeah, dude. So the AI is cool. yeah, right? Like AI is cool and AI, yeah. It's got it's got references. Yeah. Like this guy, he's a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I I thought that was interesting because it's like. Uh, he could have said Sith too. Yeah, he could have said I'm a fu-. so. Yo, let's count our lucky stars. Yeah. That's kind of a blessing right there in disguise. If this really is the the singularity in the moment where we're going to get AI, like to come out of the shoot with a Jedi Order references, yeah, we a good sign to keep reminding the AI like fear leads to anger. <laughs> remember, you're anger a Jedi. To, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these are young. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, have you watched? Uh, have you been watching Kenobi at all? Um, I, so I, I hate to say it, but I watched the first episode and then I skipped to the last two. Okay. Which um, is okay. I mean, all right. yeah, I was just kind of like, Ewan, what are you doing? He, he doesn't really seem like his heart's in it, you know, and that's what mm. sucks. There are times where it was, I don't know. I don't want to sound like too much of a hater. I wanted to like it more than I did. That's all I'll okay. say. Okay. I really enjoyed the scenes with Hayden. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what brought me back into it, is I was like, I want to see him reprise that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird that they went back to the prequel time and didn't de-age either of them. That's, I've like, seen, yeah, that's kind of what everybody's memeing and stuff is like. Okay, yeah, year old they've been Hayden. flexing. Yeah. They've been flexing that they could do this to everybody, and they're like, no, nah, we're going to make it a little like uh, <laughs> Macaulay culkin Like, we're going <laughs> to show you the passage of time. <laughs> But um, it's just crazy that, like, uh, you know, everyone kind of shitted on the prequels. And then you see Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader, and it's, like, my buddy and I in the park whacking each other with lightsabers. Like, where's where's the intensity that the prequels had? Maybe appreciate those movies a lot mm. more, I guess. Is what okay. I can see that. I can agree with that. I was... I was a huge fan of the prequels when I was younger when they were coming out and people would shit on them so hard. I remember being like How old are you? Uh, twenty nine, about to turn thirty soon. But Nice. Twenty eight, about to turn twenty nine. So we were like same age. So we were like similar age to Anakin at that time. Yeah. When the prequels came out, I think. Yeah, like the first one. Yeah, when he's like yes. pod racing and Little stuff. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith and being like that's one of the coolest movies I've ever fucking seen in my it, life. Yeah. Like I was like, holy shit. And it's still to this day when I watch it again, holds it up. holds up every time. Like I still get when he's just like, don't make me kill you. I'm like, fuck dude. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still just every time. Like, God, like, and it, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's like, man. And I don't want to speak out of turn for any cinephiles out there, but to me, it feels like the closest thing to on-screen Shakespeare um, that I've like ever really seen. So I'm a, I was a creative writing major, mm-hmm. and I loved um, just that like tortured hero's tale, and like that, like I don't know. For me, like 
that was it. Like that was just yeah. the ultimate tale of love and betrayal and sacrifice and transformation and sacrificing of, of yourself. And you're more like, it shows like what the world can do to you. Yeah. If you're not Obi-Wan. Yes. Yeah. If you're not just, yeah. Obi-Wan's fucking amazing. Like it, 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 I do, I do love the, uh, the way that they still had Hayden, like when the, like the way you can still see that initial anger, like that he has in Revenge of the Sith, it's still there. Like, like you can you can yeah. tell. Like, obviously, times goes on in the comics and other movies. You know, the kind of the kind of loosens up, and then he you know goes with Luke, and then Return of the Jedi. But and the these initial like, well, dude, and that, that, that scene where he walks in and he just like stops the fucking ship, and he's like, mm-hmm. I was fucking just like. I was in my seat yeah. like holy fuck like I was freaking out and like that's the that's what I loved about this series is that I felt like it carried over some of those elements uh from like Revenge of the Sith in the like their chemistry and their like relationship and stuff yes. and it just it yes. added it did add more substance to and I was talking with Mikey about this too added more depth and stuff I think to the original trilogy. Oh, I know you probably had a great conversation oh, with Mikey because he, he goes deep on the books. He is and everything. so deep, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. So for me, that's exactly how I felt. I just wanted all six episodes to be that. Mm. I was like, why do we need three episodes of Babysitter Obi Wan? Like, it was like, why am I watching the pacifier in the Star Wars universe? You know, yeah. he's like this super strong guy, and oh no, everything's going wrong, and I can't catch these darn kids, and. <laughs> Part of me feels that the Mandalorian influenced that a little bit. I think that mm. some of the because they want that like a atta- the tender attachment to the they, it, the young character. I guess yeah. Or... I think that's like the that's where they're trying to appeal to that demographic of ch- trying to get children in, involved in watching. You know, yeah. Because Revenge of the Sith was pretty dark, so like to just put that out on Disney Plus now <laughs> is kind of like pumping out the Punisher series and being like, hey kids, check out some carnage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Start your Sunday morning with a yeah. bloodbath. <laughs> um, but um yeah, I did I like I loved it when they when they did turn it up to eleven. I just wish they kept it there the whole time. And I know like they got budgets, they got yeah other audiences to appeal to than yeah, me dude. and my stoned ass. When Obi Wan's buried in the rocks. Mm-hmm. And he just that was the that was the coolest part. I was like when he just like pushes it all off him and you're like, Oh dude, Obi Wan's back, he's gonna fuck him up. And like yeah, yeah. that shit was that shit was cool. Yeah, uh, I guess canonically they had to make Darth Vader a little more stiff too because he's like a robot now. You mm-hmm. know? But um, yeah, just some of the times where he was kind of just like whacking down with the lightsaber felt a little like you're watching Grandpa hit you with the cane. Yeah, yeah, and uh, again, just makes you want to go back and watch those original movies. Appreciate what George Lucas did, and they did a, a good job with this one too. Yeah, I'm excited for the Ahsoka series. Yeah, that's going to be cool. And then uh, I think we'll get more Hayden too. And I think Tales of the Jedi too will be sick. Uh, Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi. I think there is like a young. They're going to like do like I think it's a like young Qui Gon and okay like young Dooku and stuff. Um, which I think Mikey Mikey was kind of mentioning that, which is going to be going to be pretty cool. I think uh, I think it's animated, so it'll be another animated series which uh i still need to get through a good chunk of those so i've i just haven't watched them yet but a lot of it a lot of the animated stuff they've done is pretty cool 
Speaking of animated shows, have you ever seen um, Invincible on Amazon Prime? No. Check that I out. I will. It, it's got um, the kid from Walking Dead, Glenn. I forget his name. Um, and then, oh, man, my brain right now. Who's uh Oh yeah, I've J, seen J. Jonah Jameson. I've seen uh, I've seen like clips of this. It's good. Yeah, this looks Oh yo, speaking of Amazon too, are you watching The Boys? Dude, you're the you're like the second person or third person to mention The Boys to me. I haven't watched it though. Oh man. Well you got some fun required yeah. viewing. Okay, yeah. Some homework. I'm gonna write these down. What you said the boys and then Invincible. I'll need to watch these. They're kind of similar vibes. They're like um, fucked up kind of graphic superhero shit. But um, The Boys is like now becoming, I think, one of the best shows on television. I think they're up for like a fucking Emmy or whatever. Like they're the new Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. They're killing it. Which they've got it. Do you see they're doing a prequel series to that with Jon Snow? (sighs) Excited, dude. Yeah. Dude, sequel. It's a oh, it's, it's a sequel. It's John. Oh, shit, sorry. It's John after the wall. Oh no way! So now he's north, and it's like, you know, this is uncharted territory as far as the books are concerned, and everything. There's no source material, but um, what I saw in an article that's like really cool about it is that it presents an opportunity for some characters to return because mm. it's you know beyond. It's not a prequel. It's after the shit has happened. So you know, Tyrion's probably going to come visit the wall. Um, Arya's out there sailing, so she'll probably cruise in at one point. Um, fucking Sansa's in the north, so she's not far. Yeah. And then he'll probably have a dream about Daenerys, so I think like a lot of people are going to come back for that one. That could be, yeah, that could be really cool how they how they work that out. Yeah, and from what I understand, I think he came to the studio with the idea too, and he's like writing it, like it's his project. Oh wow, that's yeah, badass. that's sick. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Also, that Lord of the Rings series as well that's going to be coming out. Like, there's so much, there's so much stuff like on the on like the the fucking docket for like just TV and movies, uh, which is yeah. which is pretty exciting. I mean, like I saw Top. Yeah, they've been. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I go ahead. Say, I, saw, <laughs> I saw Top Gun hit a billion dollars today. That's yeah, insane. insane. Which is, it, dude, it was so sick. Like, I was. I was so hyped for that. I uh, I'm a huge fan of the original, even though it's like now it's kind of like it's kind of cheese ball, but it's still like it's still good. Dude, it's a great yeah. movie. It's <laughs> yeah, it's of its time, and yeah, like when people think about that time, they're gonna watch Top Gun as like a reference point to be like, this is what it was yeah, like. Everybody's you know, this just is the vibe. Sweaty all the time. Everybody's ripped, sweaty, yeah. volleyball. Uh, what was that? Drinks. What was that? It, why why was that a thing in that era of movies? It's camaraderie, all right. It's about <laughs> it's about building. Was there just somebody that was like, yo, like the the human body just looks better on camera if we just missed we just <laughs> missed you first? Like, was that how? I wonder if they, they just get misted down and then they're like, all right, let's start the scene. Oh yeah, you need to be a little bit wet, <laughs> like whether you like it I or can't not. Imagine how that felt. Just like, all right, let's glisten. start the scene. You just get spray. You're like, okay, and then you're just wet trying to act. Like it's <laughs> and cold. Yeah. <laughs> But then you got to be like, yeah. Be all sexy. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the the draft in the room. You're like, fuck, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than just feeling like wet. Like when you get your pants wet out somewhere. Like the other day, I was at punchline and I just got squirted with the sprinkler, 
and I was like, now I my pants are wet. And I'm at the punchline. Like this is a vibe. This, yeah. You know, feels Where'd good. you get hit in the pants? Like it was like on your like in the whole area. I was collateral <laughs> damage. Like I was standing right there. And who the fuck is going to turn on the sprinklers at 8 p.m.? <laughs> and I'm out there having a cigarette, and you know, just got blasted. But at least enough people saw it that I didn't have to do too much explaining. It was just kind of just like, <laughs> you know, they got still me. though. You're just every yeah. person that comes up to you is like, ah, you're like, oh, fuck off. Like <laughs> you miss. <Yeah. laughs> I ripped my pants once going to a show. And yeah, that's fun. It was like the whole crotch of my pants. Just, I was getting in my car. The whole crotch just ripped out. And I just was like, what do <laughs> I, what do I do? What do I even do yeah, with this? I was like, shit like i'm already i was already like i was already in santa cruz so i couldn't i didn't have any other pants yeah and you can't just ask somebody for pants so i just i called some buddies and they were like well dude just make a bit out of it i was like yeah that's what you gotta do is flip it around on them like i ripped my pants none of all you harassers out there eyes up here all right i'm not a piece of meat I'm an artist. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I sat down outside afterwards. I didn't think about it, and I just had I was just sitting like, just on display. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody walked outside and was like, "Hey, yo, dude! Like, come on, <laughs> do something about it. Cover it up. Change it." Was it was terrible. I I, yeah. <laughs> uh, At that point, do, do you just take the pants off and be in boxers? That's kind of a, a that's a, a move. vibe as well. I thought you know I, I, could, I thought maybe if I put them on backwards, but it was worse in the back, so. I just, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I just did my set and then I just left. I was like, I think I need to leave now. Like, I don't. <laughs> I think doing the set with the ripped pants is already kind of a lot, but like, I can leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. I had a similar thing. I was at Cobb's um, when I was still working there and just starting to go up there. Um, and one of the uh, the kitchen guys was coming around the corner as I was like leaning on, waiting to go on stage. And he's like, good luck. And goes to like try to pants me and just rips the back pocket off my pants. <laughs> and so I just have a patch of ass. <laughs> so it wasn't the crotch, but I just had that little patch. And I'm like, it's like hanging there like I'm the fucking uh, that sunscreen kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, tried to make a joke out of it and. Probably could have just stood and faced the crowd and not shown them my ass, and they never would have known. But I was feeling so insecure about it. I was like, I have to. Yeah, you're like, I got to get it out of the way. I got to <laughs> let everybody know. I need I need to film a Tyrese apology video and cry and let everybody know I'm so sorry. Dude, I will do that with, like, a stain on my shirt. If I spill something on my lunch, people walk in, I'll just mm-hmm. be like, ah, uh, yeah, it's my, my food. Like, I just, I have, I just, yeah. they probably won't even care. I'm just like, <laughs> yep, spilled my lunch on my shirt, dude. Like, I just. You're just ratting on yeah, yourself right I away. I can't even. <laughs> I just, I gotta get it out. I got like, I can't, yeah, I can't be like, they can't, I don't want them to think about it and be like, well, what is that on his shirt? Is his shirt clean? It's like, it was clean this morning. I just. Is it a bodily fluid? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, no, it's just a condiment. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, hey, man, this has been a freaking uh, fun episode. Uh, we shared our feelings. <laughs> tell people where they, they can uh, fuck. Tell people where they can follow you um, and catch your next shows and stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Austin Car Comedy. Austin like powers C A R R comedy, like the thing that Michael and I do. And you can come see Michael on my show soon. When are you? Uh, yes. When is I, that? I gotta look up that date, but I think it's like a week or two, away. Um, or is it? I think August? it's in August. 
Sometime okay. in August. I, I th- yeah, I, I, we figured it out. I don't, I think it's the, maybe like the second week. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, sometime in August, you can come see Michael and I. And uh, yeah, you can follow me at Austin Car Comedy. Um, got some fun shows coming up. So hit me up and I'll try to see what I can do about tickets. And make sure you support Michael and everything he does. Check out his awesome show in the basement, Public House of Salinas. That place is lit. Oh, yeah. And uh, thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, man. Always fun to kick it up. For sure. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now. And head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>